Welcome to the Journey of Woman podcast, a place for women to gather, to simply sit, be, and remember who they truly are. I'm Carly, your host, and there really is nothing more magical to me than seeing what happens when women gather. When they share their stories, drop their walls, and simply meet each other heart to heart. It is here that we will be having all the conversations that pertain to womanhood. No filters, nothing off limits, just real, raw and juicy conversations. Our guests range from mostly women living in their career genius and sharing that with us, to everyday women who simply have a story in their hearts they know needs to be shared. The journey of woman is not a linear one. Stories are what bring us together, inspire us, expand what is possible and also for us to know that we are never alone. These conversations and the occasional solo cast will be filled with all the good stuff. There may be tears, there definitely will be laughs, and one thing I can guarantee you is that there will be no masks. Just real conversations with real humans. I hope you enjoy this journey as much as I do. Welcome back to the Journey of Woman podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in, thank you for being here. And if you haven't already, I would invite you to um, have a listen of the intro episode at some point so you can get a feel for what kind of conversations go down here. And for those returning, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You have no idea how much it means to me every time someone tunes in and listens and yeah I just I never I never take that for granted um every time I see the numbers of people listening in it truly just makes my heart expand and for those of you who keep coming back thank you and for those for your first time I hope to see you back here this conversation I have such a beautiful guest um to share with you today and we had just yeah, just such a beautiful conversation and I actually recorded, so today's episode and the last two episodes I recorded all in one day a few weeks ago and it just never ceases to amaze me how the threads um, of different conversations were weaving in together. The, the last two conversations both kind of um, weaved in information around the sun and the middle last week's conversation with Heather and this week's conversation with Anna Lee both went into the realm of generational trauma. And that was what um yeah Anna Lee came on to chat with me about and her journey with that, how she has explored that and healed from that and continues healing from that. It's it's a journey um, for those who've dived into healing anything in their lineage will know it's it's a pretty serious undertaking it's pretty big and um also so rewarding because yeah we're not just doing it for us we're doing it for our kids and doing it for our parents and grandparents and yeah everyone benefits when we do this work and this was such a powerful conversation and I'm very excited to be sharing it with you today so thank you for being here I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did having it. And so without any further ado, I will now introduce you to my beautiful guest. 
Hello, and welcome to the Journey of Woman podcast. I am super excited um, to have my special guest on today. Um, Annalie and I connected last week um, when a mutual friend um, suggested for her to come on the podcast. And we had a conversation last week that left both of us completely covered in goosebumps. So <laughs> we knew we were onto something. And um, what we were both just feeling into is this conversation around uh, generational trauma. And so I'm super excited to have Annalie on. I'm going to get her to introduce herself and tell us who she is today, because we all know we are constantly changing and evolving. So <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan of bios that kind of lock us into anything. So um, yeah, if you want to start there and then we will go from yeah. there. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so lit up that I'm here. And this conversation was so divinely orchestrated for where I'm at in my life. And to be able to talk about this in a way that um, is, yeah, that it's not in the shadows anymore. It's something that, you know, I've been sort of like dealing with on a private level and people who know me, <laughs> I talk a lot about it, yeah. but to be able to have a voice, I feel like this is, it's, it's, it feels very de like a defining moment for me almost mm, yeah. <laughs> to be here. So, you know, we spoke about that last week, um, about it all being kind of like just happening very quickly and it just all slotted in perfectly. Um, yeah, it really did. So I think um, like when, when I was feeling into this, because I always get awkward when <laughs> around like, well, who are you, you know, yeah. and I'm a manifesting generator. So I do all the things. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to kind of box everything in. So I feel like the perfect place for me to sort of start is, um, you know, I recently with our mutual friend went through a process of really connecting back to my um, original intention. Mm. And so what my original, my prime co-creational agreement um, with Mother Earth is, is to seed, anchor and activate unconditional love, to restore the wholeness of humanity through the power of relationship, bringing harmony and balance. And so I guide sensitive souls through the integration of their own trauma, intergenerational trauma to experience their true nature. So everything I do comes from that place. So everything yeah. that I offer is um, the intention behind it is woven <laughs> into huge. all that I offer. Yeah, yeah. and it, I feel that. Yeah, it's been a it's been a huge process to get to this point, and I feel like I'm in a space now where I'm ready to share that. I'm ready to share mm -hmm. that with the people who really want to receive, who really yeah. want to step into this, because it's not a path for everybody. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you know, like it's, 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 it's really challenging to the mm. human psyche. And um, that's kind of been my journey of unraveling and unlearning and really, get, really getting back to my true nature. Yeah. Yeah, when you yeah. were reading that out, my whole body was just covered with mm. truth bumps and, yeah, mm. just so feeling that for you. Mm. And I just think oh, the original intention is such a powerful, powerful thing. So I love that you shared that. And, 
Yeah. So I would love to hear about your journey with generational Mm -hmm. trauma because I feel like you've just garnered so much wisdom from your own personal experience. It's been a ride. I I feel like I found myself. uh, So the catalyst for this was um, a relationship breakdown Mm -hmm. and basically looking back and, you know, knowing that I had to do something different because what I was experiencing looked exactly like my parents' relationship. Mm. (laughs) Um, And, you know, even now as I sort of like sift through all of that and, you know, connect with my own mother, there are things that I knew, you know, as a child, you feel these things that are happening in your, you know, home, being sensitive Um, But you don't know all the details, right? And so I'm now starting to uncover as I I connect with my mother um, and hear her experience. And it's like cookie cutter, exactly what I experienced in my previous relationship. And um, it's just so like everything, like there's so many things that get passed on that I didn't know that weren't actually mine Mm -hmm. and um this has been an unraveling and an unlearning of all those things i thought were normal yeah (laughs) and then finding out later like oh my god they're not yeah um so yeah so that's kind of where it all started and i found myself in this template and so doing this work i really see that i'm here to really break down those old systemic templates you know that are so like made okay in society like it's normal um and for me i'm just like how is this normal (laughs) you come into this world and it's like what um and for such a long time you're asleep to it and then until you kind of like come out and and you're not in it Mm -hmm. then you see the um it's so covert, it's so subtle, it's so, you know, so culturally, you know, accepted. Yeah. So, um, and I'm a bit, actually, I can feel myself, I'm a bit nervous about speaking about this because Mm -hmm. this is probably the first time that I've publicly spoken about Mm -hmm. my experiences and Mm -hmm. it's always been a challenge for me because I've been aware that my children you know, might hear this and, um, you know, I've spoken to my eldest daughter and, you know, I I just know that what I'm doing, it's like that pull, you know, you need to speak from your own experience and there's that pull to step up and kind of shine a light on a path forward for people who may be in similar situations. And so the dynamic that I found myself in was basically, you know, the codependent and the narcissist. And that was the template, basically, um, in a nutshell. And so I looked back at my parents' relationship and, you know, my mum was just not happy. She was constantly stressed, emotionally unavailable. Um, And so was my stepdad. And, you know, they had so much tension in the house, but they wouldn't fight in front of us, but you would hear them in their room. Um, but there was always tension and I didn't know the degree to what my mum was going through, like what yeah. she had to go through physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, and, 
yeah, that left her just not in a good place. And I would see her, you know, going from a, like after leaving that relationship and going into another relationship, the same thing. And it just be this repeating pattern. Um, and I noticed that for myself and then comparing that, I'm just like, wow, this is like, this is the same. <laughs> like, how do yeah. I get out of this? Yeah. And vowing to myself, you know, like as a child, I think I was 16 when they, um, when they separated and they got a divorce, but leading up to that, there must've been, I don't know, it must've been like six or seven years of them going on and off. Um, and then by the time I was 16, I was like, thank God, <laughs> like, thank God, because that was horrendous, you know? Yeah. And then I vowed to myself, I was like, I'm never going to stay in a relationship when I'm not happy. Like that's just not something I want to do to my children. Um, and then fast forward, I find myself in the exact same position and I'm sitting there going, holy crap, like I'm in a place that I vowed that I would never be. And I'm doing exactly the very thing that I condemned, <laughs> like yeah. my parents had hated my parents for at the time. <laughs> yeah. And as, as an angsty teenager, you know, like you want to blame your parents for everything. <laughs> but in that moment, I sort of had compassion for what my mum and my dad kind of had to go through because mm. it's not easy, you know, when you have children and you have to think about them and, um, sometimes it's easier to just stay and, you know, you don't realize the, the gravity of the situation that you're in. Um, and so, yeah, it took me about five years to get the courage to leave the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, and the breaking point for me was that there was, there was physical abuse and, you know, my daughter witnessed it and, I was like, this is not the example that I want for my children to think that love is. Mm. Like, this is what I was exposed to. Yeah. This is what I learned, the patterning. Like, it's just not, I don't want that for my children. And so in that moment, it's almost like my great being kind of went in and just said, all right, you want to do this? Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> And then I made that decision. Yeah, I made that decision. And um, then from that point, it, it, it really, I dove into a lot of, um, you know, self-reflection and looking at the ways in which, um, yeah, how, the, how did I end up in this place, you know? And so I went through a lot um, and it's been like now, I think it's been about nine years um, and so it's only been like the beginning of this year where I finally accepted because, you know, you go down the path, you find, you know, alternative ways of dealing with the trauma, you mm -hmm. know, not only the trauma that you are going through individually, but also the trauma from all the unprocessed stuff that my mum has had to go through yeah. and then looking back at her her, her mother my grandmother yeah. who is actually someone who is I'm in constant connection with in the spirit realm and I know that she's here helping me clear this from our maternal lineage yeah um you know she accepted treatment that wasn't like I don't know all the details I know from what I've been told from family 
but she accepted um yeah treatment that was not what she was worthy of you know yeah. so there's a lot of that self-worth that you know codependency on another person and um yeah so i i can see that going back all the way and um having to process all that and realizing that holy shit i'm not just processing my own stuff and it's yeah. a big it's a big, big undertaking yeah. and so you know when you dive into alternative ways and i found myself in the spiritual community and yeah that kind of uh, the realization after a while that I was spiritually bypassing all of this stuff. Um, And it's only been like this year, like I said, that I actually accepted what I went through um, and that I actually named it and like owned the experience because a lot of the times I was sort of like, you know, and then having to have continual contact, it didn't allow myself to heal um, when you're connected to like somebody who um, displays those narcissistic behaviors and it's hard to heal. Mm. You're constantly getting dragged back into that dynamic. Yeah. And, you know, I was doing exactly, and then I found out I was doing exactly the same thing in the relationship, but then trying to co-parent, it's so difficult. You know, yeah. it's so, so difficult. And then I realized that I was again then self-sacrificing my own healing process. And then I made a decision to, yeah, just can go into sort of like communication where it's like we're going into parallel parenting, you yeah. know, because there's that ideal that you have to be a co- good co-parent. You know, there's all of these rules and yeah. <laughs> unconscious rules, yes. that, yeah. you know, but then it's like it's actually making it worse for me. And when I'm not in a place of, you know, connection to myself and I'm constantly having to like disconnect from self, then I'm not connected to my children. I'm not there for my children. So it was a huge realization the beginning of this year to accept like what I went through. Um, And I think that's part of the healing, the healing process. And so I'm in a space now where talking about it is actually healing. Yeah. It almost feels like there's like a weight that's lifted off my chest. And I guess the reason that I, that I speak about it is because, you know, when you start doing this work and you think about your children and how it's going to impact them, you don't see the results of that straight away. No. But at this year, I had an experience with my daughter where she was just so in her power about you know, and to give a little bit of context to it is that um, she was sexually harassed on a on public transport, mm-hmm. and she went through sort of like um, twenty minutes of this. And um, we went to the police, and you know, they asked her about um, the situation and whether she wanted to make a statement or not. And they weren't pressuring her or anything like that. They said to her, like, if you want to take it further and for us to investigate this, you will need to make a statement. And she just blew me away with the way that she was like, I'm doing this. I'm going to take a stand and I'm going to speak and use my voice. And I was just like, wow, because I had to go through that process. I had to go through that process with my previous partner and 
you know, we had to go through a court process. We had to go through the whole thing and I had to stand up for myself. Um, And even though that process in itself was also quite traumatic for me, I I feel like through her, there's healing available, Mm. you know, in just her experience of being able to stand so powerfully in her power to say, no, this is not okay. And I feel as though that is because I stood up as well. 100%. Absolutely. And you don't don't know the, like, you don't know what the results of the actions that you're taking in this very moment are going to have like that ripple effect until it hits you and you're like, whoa, this is why I'm doing this. That's amazing because that's a really tangible like tangible. yeah I mean because she's like in her teens isn't she so for yeah. a girl like I mean a young yeah. woman to stand mm-hmm. in her power like that just so immediately that is absolutely a testament to you know she's not going to carry that no, trauma on not. oh I'm getting emotional as yeah. I as you reflect that back because it's like this is why That's I why do, do this work this is why I do this work and why I'm so passionate about it and Um, For a while, I kind of have been denying that for myself because I didn't want to open this up because it's scary. It's it's scary. It's, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not wanting to set out and hurt people, you know, and there's that feeling of like, oh my God, I'm going to step on people's toes or I'm going to, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah using that voice and I know that this has been a huge theme also if we talk about intergenerational Mm. kind of trauma like in so my background is I'm Filipino so in our culture you know women are the homemakers they're the nurturers and there's a very you know unconscious rule around them being the homemakers and um coming from also a colonized country as well there's a lot of that that interplays in and 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 ripples down as well um in the suppression of of women's voices and you know it's it's a lot um so i'm constantly having to deal with um you know also wanting to be out there and sharing the work that i do there's I can feel the energy mm. of that trauma of speaking your truth and then being killed for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that, like yeah. so much of that. You couldn't, you couldn't because we were, we were colonized and we had to obey and it's like, yeah. So there's even that fear and you, it's crippling. It's really like crippling. I've had to kind of, whenever I'm, going out to launch something there's this real intense fear and it just stops you in your tracks and you're like why can't i just it's just this little step over why is it so hard and i've i've realized how far back this actually goes yeah Yeah. and to get to the root and then to try not to beat myself up for it either is has been a learning curve you know because you get to this point and you like want to speak your truth or you want to say something, but it's just so crippling internally and you don't know. And especially when you're sensitive, you pick up those energies really. Do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> yeah. And I mean, I have that same wound, you know, and I know it's generational. Mm. I think it's a very common one amongst women of like, um, yeah, just not being able to speak your truth and being killed for it because, I mean, it goes back to the witch wound, you know, and it's something that I don't really, again, I don't identify with that term so much, but ultimately that's what it was, women who were in their power, you know, and, you know, when you're in your power, that was seen as a threat to the um, society. And so we were chopped down like figuratively and literally. And um, so, yeah, I know that feeling so well. And I think I just find it so amazing that, you know, when you're talking about like reclaiming your voice, I know you haven't mentioned this, but you are an amazing singer. Like I just think you've got such a beautiful (laughs) voice. And for someone, you know, um, that to me just speaks volumes of, the work that you have done to be able to Um, carry that and then come out and really powerfully use your voice. Well, that, that in itself, like that in itself has been quite a journey and I've had to go into those wounds to transmute them for myself because, you know, and like I said, I mentioned before that in spirit, my grandmother is helping me. And she has said to me, you know, you're here to speak for those who can't speak. And if you've got the facility to do that, then if not you, then who, you know? So it's like, there's almost a responsibility that I feel, you know, and, um, and I know that there are many people like yourself Mm. who are feeling that call so much to step up and be that voice for, for something else, because, you know, we are going through such a huge shift at the moment and ushering in, um, something completely different to what we've been. And so all those structures are dismantling all the things that we've, that have been built on, like it's so big and we need each and every one of us to be stepping into that role. And um, I love that, you know, we've got people around us um, that are doing the same thing and powerfully stepping into, into their power with this and yeah, really reclaiming, reclaiming our sovereignty. That's right. And creating our way out of this. It's like, yeah, I had this really clear message from the sun the other day, you know, um, I recorded a podcast earlier and one we were talking about it, the, the conversation led into generational trauma and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to have, I'm about to have another conversation with an amazing How woman perfect. about this. So everything's kind of just threaded in and, um, yeah, so, but yeah, I was having this really amazing experience with the sun and, um, there was a lot coming through, but one in particular was just like, you're not, you you know, like stop focusing on the old, you're here to create the new. And it's literally like sucking my life force being drawn into that Mm -hmm. world. And um, that's not where our power lies. You know, Um, I think have an awareness of what's going on out there, but that's not where my energy is going to go. And um, we, it, it destroys our creative force when we're in that and our power lies in being over here and focusing on our creations yeah. and getting this like conversations like this out into the world because that is what is going to create the change, not Absolutely. not fighting the old structures as they crumble anyway. So 
Oh my gosh, it, that feels like so in alignment with what I've also been receiving, mm. you know, every time, you know, because it can be really hard when you are dealing with trauma to mm. not get sucked into that energy. And that's why it is important to deal with it because yeah. what I've noticed for myself as I sort of unravel, um, I see that these structures then no longer have a hold. They can't hook into me can't because in. that's, yeah. that's how they get to you <laughs> is through your wounds. Exactly. So the more that you look at these places and the more that you, you know, have compassion and love and, you know, for these parts of yourself, then there's nothing for it to hook. It can just, it can be there. Yep. And it just slides <laughs> past. Say, yeah, exactly. You can say hello. You don't have to invite it in. You know, yep. it's just, hi, how you going? Yep. I see you. I know that you're there, but it's not going to have that, like that effect of sucking yeah. you back into a vortex and going in a loop. And I think that's what, you know, doing something different, you know, getting creative, creative solutions. And it's, it's so interesting that, that you receive that from the sun because that's our power center, right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like literally the life force. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, I have a friend and who often says like, you know, when we are, uh, focusing on something like really, you know, say you're like really, um, into activism, and yes. that is often from a place of um, other lives yes. <laughs> where whatever you're being an activist oh, yes. against, you have been yes. that, you've been the perpetrator and it's almost like a karmic yes. thing. And yes. I've actually experienced like I've gone fully into something and then felt like, yeah, I've dissolved the karma of that now and now I can step yes. away from it. It's like, yes. yeah, and then it, you're like free. You're just free to go and create and that. Yeah, whatever it was that you had done, um, yeah. yeah, is now dissolved and you've, you know, it's like you've paid your dues kind of thing. And yeah. <laughs> I see, you know, a lot of people sharing a lot of what's going on in the narrative right now. I'm like, well, yeah. you know, you've obviously been on that side as well. You have been mm -hmm. the perpetrator who's created this exact scenario and um, we come to alchemize that. 100%. And, and this is, it's so interesting because um, I also feel like the people in your life can also help you. And I think that's where that relationship mm. comes into play. And what's been the most transformative thing for me to dissolve these, um, you know, generational traumas is through relationships. So my Definitely. beautiful partner, my beautiful partner, Roman, um, we met about 10 months after I left my previous relationship and it was very fast. Like I was doing so much work on myself and dove really deep and I wasn't looking for anything. And then when I met him, I was just like, this is different. Like this is totally different. And what I realized was that he was, he was a mirror of what was happening internally for yeah. me, you know, and, and such a beautiful, beautiful thing to recognize um, but it was scary and to lean into that, like, oh, you know, yeah. and I think this is where you see that part of what, you know, there's always these little breadcrumbs of like what you're here to do, Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, woven into your life. And, yeah. and, and I've been running from 
you know, speaking about relationships and I don't want to go there, but I know that this is part of my um, mission here because all of the healing that I've received is through relationship, it's through yeah. connection. It's connection with my kids. Like they're freaking powerful mirrors. Like you can't get away with anything. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you cannot. No. <laughs> They mirror better or the worse, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like this. It's if you want to transform something like quantumly mm. relationships, poh, like so Such so a powerful. powerful vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. If you're ready, if you're ready to kind of face and go toe to toe with your yeah. shadow, then relationships is the path. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but they definitely yeah. help dissolve because I notice like in our relationship I can see like we have this joke with ourselves because we can see like when um Roman sort of like his dad's energy will come in, you know, and and that will play out and same with my mum's energy, it will come in and sometimes I don't know that it's like oh my gosh, like <laughs> I am I'm going into those old patterns yeah. um of keeping separation like as a sort of way of not getting hurt and yeah, safety. You know, that, yeah. Um, yeah the safety it is yeah. and because I really do see that these mechanisms you know whether you go into codependency or whether you go into narcissism like they're trauma responses yes you know they're all trauma responses and it's it's just how we've you know, decided to experience this lifetime. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so difficult to juggle the knowing of all of this, but then also the human aspect, like and building yeah. that bridge. Like how hard is it? It's very <laughs> to kind hard. of mm. yeah, to kind of know like, okay, this is intergenerational trauma or this is, you know, stuff from past lifetimes. But then yeah. you're, you're having to deal with the reality of <laughs> life like how do you integrate that you know and that's been the hardest thing but I feel like through relationship that's really helped me ground the learnings and the wisdom that is coming through as I transmute and unravel and um it's such a powerful vehicle to know yourself um, more fully because everything that happens within our connection it redirects me straight back to myself and it's like oh gosh like I didn't even know that was there I didn't even like you can't access this stuff on your own no you can't not to that degree and it's not, not so in degree. your face so it's so you in your face that you're like, <laughs> oh my god so many moments of that for me honestly yeah. so many moments oh, and same. every time every time I, I can feel myself because there's been you know that because we're having to dissolve. And it's funny because our connection, my background, Filipino, his background is Russian. So we've mm. got the oppressor and the oppressed. And we're actually, that template for us is a huge, huge one. Yeah. To transmute. And so the flavors of that will get woven into our connection because then I will go into a fight, yeah. you know, when that control comes in and it's like, no. And then we're in power dynamics. So then we have to take space and kind of like, okay, is this ours? Like, is mm. this really ours? 
yeah. you know, and then when we get to the truth of it, it's like, none of this is ours. Like we are here to transmute this. We're here to, okay, recognize it and then let it go. Yeah. So it's um, a constant, yeah, constant journey and involvement and deepening yeah. of connection to self. Yeah. And just, you know, having that awareness, it's, yeah, it's so huge because that is often, more often than not, um, not mm-hmm. there in most relationships. You know, it's just, there's always, it's a blame game. It's like blame and victim dynamic going on. And yeah, um, really yeah when you can shift out of that and realize like one acknowledging when it is yours like yes this is ours and we need to sort it out but realizing yeah. that actually probably 90 percent of it is just passed down conditioning yes. and generational stuff that like you said earlier it's like you don't realize what's not normal because you've grown up with things being a certain way so in your whole world view i mean obviously you come into you know, when you're friends and you go to friends' places when you're younger and you see some different dynamics and yeah, but um, mostly they're just like moments, you know, it's not as imprinted into your psyche as oh, what you're, God. you know, your family of origin. And so, yeah, you just think this is what's normal and this is what I'm going to go and create or not. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting when two people come together with two very different families of origin. Very different. <laughs> um, what what happens? Because the great mm-hmm. the, the stronger energy is always the one that kind of dominates. And yep. yeah, I have definitely experienced that in my relationship and how different mm-hmm. my relationship has been to my parents, actually. Like it's really different. Yeah. Yes. Um and yeah, so that can play out as well, depending on, you know, the partners, what their experience has been. Exactly. Mm. Cause you're bringing all of that, like you're bringing that into the connection. Yeah. Throw some kids and, in and, yeah, and, <laughs> and you know what we've noticed too, is like, even like, um, uh, it might've been like the last year we um, ended up getting a cat and Mm. even a cat, like the dynamic shifts, like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like there's like an energy, energy. there's another energy. And so then the dynamic shifts and um, there's so much healing in that because we see how much of what we've learnt stems from the family system that we come from um and then the cultural system and like it just keeps going back and back and back and you either feel that call to stop cycles yes you know if you recognize it and see it and you can see wow because for me i look at all of my mum's sisters so my mum has um you know a lot of sisters and every single one of them like issues with men like (laughs) huge issues and same patterning and you know and I remember like my grandmother my mum would say to me like my grandmother would say to her you know don't um marry someone who's the same age as you marry someone who's older because that's more secure (laughs) you know like it's yeah like so there's that ingrainment of like and that's exactly what she did my stepfather was a lot older than her but you know, it was just this constant, um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that happened in their relationship that 
like I said, I didn't know and um, undiagnosed mental illness, like, and, and a lot of mental illness is, um, you know, symptoms of trauma mm-hmm. and, you know, we're dealing with, that's why we have so much mental illness in our world right now, because there's so much trauma that has been left unprocessed. Yeah. And, um, I see even myself, like I remember this moment with my, my mom, because she's quite an anxious person. And I didn't realize that what I was experiencing wasn't normal. So it wasn't until like I met Roman that I was like, I'm, I think I'm anxious because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always knew that I overthink, yeah, like yeah. I overanalyzed, I, yeah. but I just thought, you know, it's normal. It's normal. And then I, yeah. And then I remember my mom coming to visit and, you know, I have a, I have a brother, I have a stepbrother who is younger, a lot younger than me. There's like about 18 years difference. And, um, they were visiting and mum couldn't find him in the house and she freaked out like she was just like where's nathan oh my god like and she this anxiety could feel the energy coming Mm. up and then i just looked at my partner and i just went oh my god that's me like with my kids do you know what i mean and i was just like oh my god like i didn't know how deeply this ran and you know I'm going through a process at the moment um, and this is where I find it so difficult with um, the spiritual community and you know dealing with life Um, so my daughter has had some issues at school um, with focus and attention and all of those things and I recognize all of these things in her and I'm like, oh, my God, that's everything I went through in high school. Yeah. Then I talk to my mom and it's the same thing. All these different traits of what we would call here ADHD. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like was that what was happening? And, you know, when I would speak to my mom, like that's why the anxiety was there for her and she had to control everything because yeah. she had so much she didn't have control internally yeah and they do say they do say like there is you know um evidence around trauma you know mimicking yeah and and also you know that that exactly it's just generational that's why they say it's like genetic yeah but it's I see that and I'm like whoa there's so many things like even just the way that we are like I can just see my daughter and I see myself you know I see myself and then I realize like when my my when I was growing up I'm sure my mom saw herself within me but because she wasn't totally accepting of herself it was hard for her to allow me to be me Um, so there were certain comments that she would say that would then make me feel like I had to diminish or I had to like hide who I was. Um, and yeah. And then I, I found myself doing the same thing with my daughter. Um, you know, when I wasn't aware and I'd look back and go, Oh my gosh, like if only I knew this, you know what I mean? It's hard. Even when you know, it's still hard. Like you can have that awareness. Like I, my daughter is 12 yes. and I am yes. experiencing the same thing. Like I am yes. very aware in the moment mm-hmm. of like, but sometimes I just can't even stop it. And I know no. this is why we were having this conversation last week. I'm like, this is so happy, you know, in my world at the moment too, is really like so much generational 
stuff um, is coming into my awareness. And I, I'm like you, I'm like, this stops with me. Like I know yes. I am the one in my lineage mm-hmm. that is going to do this. I'm not going to, um, you know, hand this down to my daughter and, you know, any of the kids, like my... without doubt I have passed on trauma to them, but I know I can do the work to also, you know, oh, 100%. Um, that we can uh, keep doing it, you know, and it clears it for them while we're clearing it for us and, you know, yes. my mom and my nana and, I just think Absolutely. it goes both ways. It goes like both it ways. Goes, and I know yeah. I'm the person that will do it because um, <laughs> no one else is going to, you know, like not above me. And um, I don't want to hand that on to my daughter. And I don't feel any resentment or anything mm. to my mom or my nan because no, like, me, they, they just no. didn't have that. This was exactly. not an awareness, you know, in their no. world. And I just think, this is what we signed up for. And yeah. you know, everything I do is always about the kids, you know, it's always yeah. about what we are Me handing too. to them. And no matter how hard it is and challenging sometimes, and sometimes my kids look at me and like, why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> it's so healthy though that you it do is. that. Like, yeah, so that they see that. Exactly. And I'm just exactly. like, sometimes like, how do you explain? It's like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just having this full on awareness of like how this has been handed down our lineage and um, yeah, it's so kind of, it's just normal to them now um, if they see me crying and I'm happy about that because I think that, yeah, there was, um, that's been a big part of my journey is, you know, especially my Nana, she's so stoic and so just will not show emotion. my grandpa passed away recently and you know, even that, like, I mean, she's obviously like going through so much, but it's just how she was yeah. raised. They were raised to be yeah. strong and you don't show people your emotion and all of this. And I think even that I'm in a process of transmuting that to, cause my yeah. daughter is highly emotional and yeah. like, so emotional. It's like, sometimes does my head in, but you know, my husband and I were at the beach the other day and I just said, so he really struggles with it too, but at the same yeah. time, you know, he's allowing it into his awareness that he struggles with it because he was never allowed to express allowed his emotion. To. And he said that to yeah. me and I said, it's exactly right. I said, she's triggering the uh, fuck out of us. I know. <laughs> how many times well, did you get told as a child, sit, sit down and stop crying, you know? Exactly. And um, I see, we still do that with her sometimes. And I'm like, shit, I, I had a really powerful experience at a girlfriend's house. Mm maybe five or six weeks ago Mm. and she was having a meltdown and just crying and crying. It was like 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. I was tired. I just wanted to go to sleep. And I can't even remember what she was crying about, but something like, you know, what you would think is kind of ridiculous, (laughs) but to her it was really big. And I just, I'm facing off with myself in my head going, you have Mm -hmm. to be the adult about this. Like she was triggering all this wounding in me and yeah. I'm just like, right, just get up. All she wanted like, was just me to be there with her and hold her. And so I think it was because we were out in the camper and she needed to go to the toilet. That's what it was. And she mm. didn't want to go in by herself. And I didn't want yeah. to get out of bed. And we're like having this yeah. like, All right. <laughs> yeah, fucking bed, Carly. Like, you know, yeah. this is going to be the easier route. And so I just got up with her and um, went inside and she went to the toilet and came back out. 
and she just sat next to me and I put my arm around her and just gave her like just squeezed her in and like kissed her head and she said that's all I needed mum oh I just wanted a hug from you and I was like oh my god I know (laughs) I know that was all that you needed like and just for me to tell her that I love her you know like because how often we get told that, you know, mate, not told necessarily, but just through actions feel like that we're wrong for having emotion. And yeah, it was, it was such a, uh, healing experience. I think for both of us to just like, for me to just move past that trigger that was like, I was just feeling rage, like literally rage inside me. Um, for all the times that I wasn't met, you know, and Yeah, you know, I don't hold any blame or anything because you know it's just it's just how it was. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just like I, I don't want to pass that down, and I just yeah. see that you know I've got four kids, and eldest being 17, and then next to 16, mm-hmm. and then 12, and then I've got a three and a half year old, and. I always joke that, you know, he gets the best of us. Like, I feel like yeah, he's come in with yeah. no karma, that little dude. <laughs> and the other kids have got so much karma with us. You know, we're working mm-hmm. through so much together. Um, and I just don't feel like I have that with Zion. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just easy. I can parent him so easy. He doesn't trigger me no matter what yeah. he's doing, no matter how challenging he is, mm-hmm. no matter how much he challenges me in um, you know, just a little toddler ways yes. and just hold it. I just can just yeah. hold it and I don't lose my shit at him. And I'm like, dude, you just, I don't know how you do this, but the other kids, you know, like it was so much harder. And, you know, I know yeah. that it's a testament to the work I've done, but I also know that he just doesn't, he hasn't come in to press my buttons, you know, yeah. um, that is a, he's yeah. got a very different contract with us than, um, yes. Than what the other kids yeah. have. So, yeah. I feel I feel like he's he's there as your um your light of why you're doing this. Yeah. And that do you know what I mean? It's he like hundred percent is. This, mm. Yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like because yeah. it is. We our contracts with our kids, you know, because they're always going to have something, you know, because they've got their own life path to follow to they've got their own instructions of what they're meant to be doing here and you know we're learning that 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 we it's like that control right because that comes in play (laughs) I was literally just thinking that if I've got one thing with him if there's calm with him it's not being able to control him because he's just crazy and he has no fear and it's like it's for me to let go and just allow him to just you know, jump yeah, off of whatever yeah. he wants to jump off of and just trust in him because, yeah, that's that's where I come up <laughs> with him. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think that's such a powerful, a powerful thing because we do, we, there's, that's one of the other templates that we have to clear of like this idea that there's a hierarchy mm. in family systems as well because it's like that ownership, like I own you, oh, you no. know. And, um, and I've been there, like, I, like, I'm still, you know, I'm not anywhere near an expert at this at all. Like I find myself like just a couple of weeks ago, like when this thing happened with my daughter, you know, the very first thing that came to my head was what were you wearing? 
Do you know what mm. I mean? Like this in my mind, I'm yeah. just like, because of my conditioning, because of like, you know, um, the cultural kind of narrative yeah. around women as yeah. well, like that's deeply embedded inside of me. And I didn't know that was there. And when that came up, I was, I was like, whoa, I did not know that was there. And then I remember... I think she was going, she was going to school or something. She, it was a really hot day. She had shorts on yeah. and I could not help myself, but say, are you allowed to wear that to school? And I just stopped. I, I just literally, I was like, oh my God, Annalie, what, why did you say that? But I couldn't yeah. stop. You can't stop. Yeah. Can't. It's already in motion. And then yeah. I had to kind of like, and this is where I see, I've had so many moments of this with my kids. And what I've seen over the years is that it's all about, because we're going to disconnect. That's yeah. human nature. The, the responses of like disconnect, like that, that, um, what is it? That safety mechanism that turns on when we feel like we're in danger or something's not, you know, yeah. safe for us. Yeah. That's going to turn on and it's going to disconnect us, but it's in what happens in the reconnecting. Exactly. Like to actually reconnect because if I don't know about you, but with my parents, there was never, ever, a conversation of like, I'm sorry, I yeah. shouldn't have yelled or it wasn't your fault or yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no, there's no reconnecting of reassurance and, you know, because kids just take that on. They think that it's because them. of them that yeah. mum or dad are upset or angry, but they've got their own shit going on, but yeah. they don't let us know what's going on. <laughs> Absolutely. That is, I agree a hundred percent. And this is the thing that I've just always, I guess, taken, um, some kind of, um, oh, I can't even think of the word, but just, uh, peace taken peace, peace with, because peace. it's like, yeah. no matter, you know, we, we're mm. going to fuck up. Like I've definitely oh. done that with my kids and it's true. It's like oh. when you come back and, they say kids are resilient and they are if you they reconnect so with are. them. Exactly. It's when you don't reconnect with them that is that's where the damage is done. And it's like I have lost count of how many times I've said to my kids, I'm sorry, it wasn't about Me you too. or that was my <laughs> shit, I'm sorry, you know, like I'm sorry I said that or whatever it is. And so they can just know that um, it wasn't them and that is, it is it is because I didn't experience that either as a child and, yeah, again, that awareness of doing that just wasn't there. And, it wasn't. I think, you know, it's really hard to, when your child is triggering you, um, mm -hmm. to come out of that. And, you know, that experience with my daughter a few weeks ago was like, I was so proud of myself that I was able to do it in yes. the moment. It took me a while. Like I was probably there for like five minutes, 10 minutes. <laughs> like I was really having a standoff inside of myself, but yes. you know, and I mean, there's times that I just, you can't do that. And it's like, there is that disconnection. And then you come back when yeah. you've cooled down and it's like, far yeah. out, you know, I was really out of line there. And same in, you know, your relationships, it's the same. Like, yeah the, the disconnects really are always going to happen but it's like if you can come back and just be like fuck i'm sorry like, yeah because you're yeah. working with the human condition yeah. like the human psyche there's like again what we were talking about the templates and the structures that are crumbling at the moment and yeah. so to have that compassion for self like it's amazing when you can have those tangible experiences where it's like oh this is why yeah. You know, that to have that moment with yeah. your daughter, like those are those anchor points that you can come back to 
and be like, this is why I'm doing this work. Because exactly. sometimes it does, it gets to the point where it's like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I don't Too understand. Hard. Yeah. Too hard because it is, it's like it's hard. you are turning yourself inside out, Absolutely. you know, like you're removing every single thing mm. that you identified with or that you yeah. thought you were. And it can be ungrounding. It can be like, who am I? Exactly. You know, um, what do I want to create? What do I want to be? What do I want for my life, my kids, you know? Yeah. And I do, I see this and this is why I think for me, like coming into this is such a huge thing for me is like, I want my children to be able to have a voice and not feel like this they they can't and they're not allowed exactly um, and it's like if I want my children to have a certain you know life or if I want them to experience life a certain way I need to be doing that yeah. I can't just talk about it like it's like it's you need to walk <laughs> you need talk. to walk the talk yeah <laughs> Yeah. You know, so it's like, um, yeah, what a powerful experience to have, you know, and I'm sure you've had many of them mm. um, along yeah. the way of your journey, just like yeah. me. And it's, it's a powerful thing and you're doing it through your family unit. This is yeah. where it starts because look at how those templates were created. It's in the family system. It is. Yeah. And I mean, and my experience is like with my relationship with my husband is like, you know, it's, we very much played out his um, family of origins yeah. story. And yeah. we really just had to come to a point where we separated for 18 months. And, um, yeah. and then it was a decision of like, if we're going to do this, we have to do this differently and we're not playing yeah. this out anymore. And yeah, it's just been such a different experience. Um, yes. The two of us, it's like we're just two completely different people and have been able to, you know, um, so it was, what year is it? 2021, I've got to wait this out. It's like nearly 19 years that we've been together in January. Whoa. Yeah, so it's like wow, nearly That's half of my amazing. lifetime. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. I mm. love that. And, and I've been through something recently too where we, we separated for, yeah. for a little bit and we had to make the choice as well. It's that a choice. Mm. We either do this or not because, yeah, like, I mean, prior to that, like this is being really transparent, this only happened um, last year. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. And we both came to a realisation and the minute, and this is the thing, <clears throat> I experience this all the time in our relationship the only thing like our connection is there mm. like it's so there so there's nice. nothing that can rock it right the only thing that gets in, it's when all this stuff comes in when all this all this um trauma the wounding patterning cycles yep. that's the only thing that gets in the way and once that gets cleared it's like that connection there's nothing that you have to work hard at with yeah, the connection it's solid right yeah. It's yep. solid. The foundation is there, but it's just, um, yeah, knowing that these things can come in. Because, like, we thought we were pretty conscious. Yeah. <laughs> and you the universe I mean? goes, are you really? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you know, um, yeah. and it is. It was such a huge wake-up call for me to see mm. where I was at. And so, like, for me, I, I see how much, like, what I was wanting from him, you know, was like, I'm, I'm, and the ideas of what we think relationships should look like 
as well. It's like the same, you know, our yes. partners need to be the same as us yes. because then we have more in common. And, and it's so far from, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know 100%. about you. No, same. Yeah. <laughs> same. And as soon as I let all that go and just allow yeah. him to be him, such a yeah. massive shift. It is. And it's all about that, like learning of, again, it's, you know, how can two individuals be and choose to be in relationship with one another you know even if their values or their you know the way that they perceive things don't align or they look different and I see that for me I had a hard time with that because of what society has kind Mm -hmm. of like drilled into you and the spiritual community and the spiritual community yes Yes, yeah, that's like, a big one. <laughs> that is a huge one. And I think the new age is responsible for so many breakups oh of relationships. One hundred percent. So many because of the yeah. BS that gets shared in those circles that what a relationship should be and what it's yeah. you know, and if it's not, then like yeah, I think that it's community has huge. a lot to answer it's- for in that world. And I feel like that's been I mean, yeah, I I just think back on my journey of like just having this massive expectation that um, my husband should be doing all the same things that I do. And I just look back now and think, thank fuck. He was solid enough in himself not to go down that path. And, you know, all the distortion and he was just like, no, it's not for me. And on some level, like sometimes I would say this to friends. I'm like, fuck. sometimes I think he's more, awake and aware than what I am, even though I've done all this work, he's just so yep. solid in knowing yep. that no, that's not for yep. me and he just won't budge. Yep. And at the time I was like, you're a stubborn asshole. But <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just like, thank goodness. Thank you God. <laughs> thank you for holding so strong and just waiting out for me to come out the other side to see all the bullshit. Because yeah. you know? I, I, I feel like the masculine really has this way of being grounded in reality like you know and and especially in the new age like you know that can be really ungrounding because it's not in real a lot of the things are not not. in reality (laughs) massive bypass of reality totally Mm. bypassing and yeah that's been my experience too Mm. like and I and I would see you know clients you know just in absolute like he needs to change and and this needs to happen and it's like you know what, like if we're, if we're wanting to come back into wholeness, if we're mm. wanting to be in unity with our souls and ourself, like wholeness and unity doesn't mean sameness. No. Like it means diversity. Like it's yeah. so good that there is a diverse, like even um, like with the narrative that's been playing out right now, you know, my, my partners had very different views to me. Mm. you know and I felt that that's really helped ground me in reality of like Mm. what's actually happening and you know not getting caught up in all of the drama yeah of the separation because that's the whole point is separation and I think this is where I see that a lot of my why I'm doing this as well is to come back into union with myself that's you know, right. and it, it is that separation that was inside, inside. of me. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. it's, it is, and it's that, um, yeah. And I, and I recently kind of came to this and I know that this might, 
you know, the term twin flame, right? Because this has been my journey. But there's so much, there's been so much resistance for me to go into that, like, and actually speak about this. But it's recently come online that I need to because there's so much distortion in that. And it's like, I feel like I have a responsibility to kind of like go, hey, this is not what you think it is. Exactly. <laughs> the journey of the twin flame is not what you think it is. Because it, that's been my experience. Yeah. My experience has never been about the other person. This has yeah. always been me, yeah. about my union with self. That's and right. And so, you know, and I think a lot of us are here to kind of um, clear all of these distorted you know, um, the dogmas and all of that sort of stuff and really reclaim like yeah. the, the purpose behind what they were because they were hijacked. Yeah. <laughs> other agendas. Oh yes. <laughs> and that's the thing I think with relationships, you know, it's, a, it's everything that I was so challenged about and still to this day, like if things come up where I'm challenged, like, Oh, he's doing this or he's doing that. When I really come back and just be really honest with myself I do the same thing or I have that same thing playing out inside of me. And they, yeah, it's true what they say. It's like our relationships are mirrors that are always reflecting back to us. Like, you know, what, what is going on? And when we can be so self-responsible and just, and again, it's not always easy to do in the moment. And we'll definitely be like, projecting our shit out but it's in the even if just in the reflection and recognizing that and then sharing it you know it's yeah it's the same as it's the same as the journey with our kids you know it's just um, it really is powerful it's so powerful because like even if I look at my ex-partner you know I can see and this was something that my like Roman would bring up to me and he would say like he'd he'd give me that the whole mirror thing. And I had such a hard time with that because I was still so wounded, like really in my trauma and I'm still recovering. You know, there are certain things that trigger me that I am working through myself, Mm -hmm. but I know that it's less, it has less of a hold on me. Um, But I would get so triggered by that because I'm like, I'm nothing like him. (laughs) But then when I sat, with it and reflected and had a look at the ways in which I would treat myself and the ways in which I might have these certain traits play out. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, there's, there's a thread there. Yeah. There's a thread. And it's not always playing out the exact same way, but the energy, what you go to the core to it is the same. That's what it is. Where it's coming from. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, yeah. And, and the, the the thing about that is it's like so hard to, to juggle that with knowing. And I think this is where I see a lot of people struggle with the integration of all of this is because we know, so as advanced souls, we know so much, right. About how it all works. But then we're challenged with the, how do we bring that into and anchor and ground that yeah. in this human reality? That the embodiment of it, yeah. The embodiment of it because it is, mm. it's so difficult. You know, yeah. there's spiritual ego that we have to deal with as well, <laughs> you know. Yes. So it, it's, um, it's really hard, but it's through these connections that you can anchor mm. the knowing and the the wisdom and the medicine and yeah. Um, actually put it into practice because yeah. 
when you're by yourself, like there's nothing there to kind of, exactly. there's no feedback. Pretty easy not to <laughs> piss someone off. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And you can convince yourself yeah. about anything. Exactly. But you've got it all together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, so amazing. Yeah. I think, you know, they say business is another portal for, um, Oh, no, for seeing it and it definitely is for a hundred percent but not to the level that relationships is like relationships just takes it to a whole other level I think that you know the business shows all your personal wounds of like yeah fear of being seen or you yes. know like speaking or whatever it is but um yeah relationships is just like next level initiations yeah. into <laughs> yourself it's the hardest thing because i think also like in the spiritual new age community there's such a huge emphasis on um you have to be it's like a solitary path you know like there's a huge emphasis on that and so i meet a lot of people who are like i should do be be able to do this on my own and they're so adamant and don't want to receive the support or the help Mm. from other people um and it does it keeps them stuck in this perpetual kind of i'm always alone and it's solitary and it's like but if you open up (laughs) to those you know pathways of connection and Mm. there's always something to learn from every connection um, and that is you meeting yourself because that's how Mm. I see it every time I connect with someone I'm getting the gift of being able to see myself Mm. in someone else yeah having an experience a direct experience of a part of me living outside of me like how amazing is that so amazing and that can be challenging (laughs) or amazing like you can yeah yeah there's both there's always both yeah but it's like um you know the when you like growing you know and and learning lessons there's no sort of like limitation of whether that's like um because both can have the same the vehicles of how you get there Mm. (laughs) and there's no sort of like it can only be through positive experiences or it can only be through negative like it's both you know it's both you have to have both yeah you have to have both (laughs) yeah that is the nature of our reality you know yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for today. Was there anything else you feel to share before we wrap up or? Oh, there's like, I mean, I could talk about this. Oh, same. All day. <laughs> we could keep going. Yeah. All day, all day. But yeah, I guess, um, yeah, for me, it just feels, um, yeah, it just feels really good to be able to speak about this mm. and to bring awareness to the impacts of just considering, like, if it's something that, like, you haven't considered before, like, considering how much of um, what we carry is ours. And, yes, like you said, mm. there is stuff that we've gone through in life that we have to also, you know, um, reconcile mm. and come to terms with, but there's a whole lot of other stuff that we're, you know, cause they say um, we are feeling the effects and the, dealing with the symptoms from seven generations prior yeah. to us. It's huge. And so it's huge. It's mm. a lot. It's, it's a, and that's why sometimes I feel like it does feel like 
heavy, you mm-hmm. know, like it does feel like a really big undertaking yeah. um, because it is. Yeah. You know, because it is. And so if you're feeling that call and you know that um, you're here to be that cycle breaker, then, yeah, I just want to encourage you to keep going because yeah. what you're doing, the work that you're doing is so important for, you know, humanity. Yeah. And, yeah, that's – I really want to encourage you to just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> keep going. I agree, 100%. <laughs> and as challenging as it is, it's always worth it. Like, it's always. So worth it. Yeah. it really, really is. Like, and we're not going to see the – direct effects until much later on but it's going to be beautiful (laughs) agree agree a hundred percent and so i would love to just hear before we wrap up um i will put all this in the show notes but how people can connect with you if you've got any offerings or anything happening at the moment that you want to share about please feel free to do that and yeah just if anyone wants to delve into anything further with you how can they find you Yeah, so um, I am on Instagram. Um, So my handle's at Annalee1111. I'm also at Centred Connections um, and um, my website. So there's www.centredconnections, so C-E-N-T-R-E-D-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N-S.com. Um, so yeah, you can find me there and, um, yeah, I do mentoring and I do soul readings. I do intuitive healings and sound healings, and I do have an offering called Sonic Dreaming. And so this is, um, yeah, really energy medicine basically. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a space, um, there's, you know, I feel like there's such a big call to go into our dreaming. Um, and to actually live our dreaming in reality because yeah. we're always dreaming. This is, this is, and this goes back to what, you know, your message from the sun mm-hmm. um, of really connecting to your creative power and yeah. creating what you want. And so the intention of this space is to really have, like create a soundscape for you to play in basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's yeah. where you can find awesome thank you so so much it's been so good having this conversation with you I know I've had such a blast thank you so much for having me here and I just think the work that you are doing um and bringing the stories of women and their journeys is just yeah just deep deep bow to you and yeah it's an absolute honor to be here oh thank you so much Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Journey of Woman podcast. It truly is the greatest honour to have you take time out of your day to have these words land in your ears. Time is so precious and it truly means the world to me when you choose to invest your time here with me and my guests. And one final note before I leave you today, if you enjoyed this episode, then please take a screenshot and share it over on the gram or Facebook and make sure you tag me and my guests and tell us what you loved about it. When you share with your friends and family, that helps me to get these episodes into more ears. And for that, I am truly, truly grateful. Have yourself an amazing day. and I will see you 